Have you ever thought about where your water goes after it's flushed down the drain in your shower? Or what about the water that flows down your sink after you wash your dishes? Back in the day, that wastewater was essentially thrown away by discharging it straight into the ocean. But in the early 90s, a light bulb went off and an idea came to mind on what to do with that wastewater. This idea would not only help benefit our community, but our ecosystem as a whole. The idea was brought forward by our award-winning utility services department. They created what's called the IRIS Project, an in-city irrigation system that provides reclaimed water for irrigation use to several area parks, residential lawns and landscaping, and commercial green spaces such as golf courses. Most recently, they were honored with a National Sustainability Award from the Association of Metropolitan Water Agencies, or AMWA. The department was one of the 15 recipients of the Sustainable Water Utility Management Award, which they also received in 2014. They are the only water utility in the state of Florida that has been honored with this award twice, and that's in part thanks to the many community partners in the city, one being the Broken Sound Country Club. On today's episode of Boca Behind the Scenes, I had the chance to speak with two community leaders in sustainability to understand the world-class water utility system and how the city and its partners act as models within our community for sustainability. Let's hear from Chris Helfrich, Utility Services Director, and John Crean, General Manager of the award-winning Broken Sound Country Club. Hey everyone, and welcome to Boca Behind the Scenes, a get-to-know-you podcast where we talk to city staff to get details and information about new programs, events, and projects that are taking place right here in your city. My name is Anne-Marie Van Kasteren, Public Relations Specialist with the City's Communications and Marketing Division, and as always, I am happy to be your host today. Thank you both so much for being on the podcast today. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you very much. I personally want to thank John for coming. Um, I think uh, over the years, he and I have had uh, developed a great relationship. And uh, by the way, you don't see it, but he is dressing much better than what I'm dressing. (laughs) I told it to be appropriate. (laughs) Um, So before we get into how you both met and your partnership and how that kind of all relates, tell us more about what this award is and why it's so important to the department. Well, the uh, the uh, Metropolitan Water Association is is a is a national um, organization. There are it, it's along the line of of the larger municipalities. Uh, we're probably one of the very small ones that are part of it, um, but it is uh, uh, recognized by the industry as being one of those uh, organizations and associations that, um, if you're affiliated with it, that uh, is, is showing that you're part of a, a good program. Mm-hmm. So um, they have these um, events uh, every year. Um, they're good management uh, um, management classes that you go through. But the award itself, I think, uh, really highlights what the city of Boca Raton is, which is very sustainable. Mm-hmm. We have uh, relationships and partnerships with uh, local uh, businesses and, of course, John Crean and, and golf courses and show that you know, we're all in this together, and as a partnership, we can uh, make a, a, a better uh, quality of life for our citizens in Boca. 
And as I mentioned, you received the award because of Iris, which I don't want to mess this up, is the in-city reclamation irrigation system. Yes. Say that five times fast. Um, But what exactly is it, and how did this idea come into fruition? Yeah. So... Uh, Back in the early 90s, uh, the city was having a huge, uh, a a large per capita use of of water by our customers. And the reason being, it was a lot of irrigation that was uh, being done. So to help in saving, saving water across the region, the city said, well, we can take wastewater uh, make it into an irrigation quality, and then turn around and, and sell it back to our customers that are big, large users. We also decided to go towards the eastern part of the city where saltwater intrusion was a potential problem. So we went to the east. We got a lot of the businesses and those golf courses on the eastern part uh, and just kind of growed the system. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until uh, 2008 that we uh, came back and said, look, we want to, to become a 100% reuse. And that's when I, I went to John and, and said, John, what do you think about uh, reclaimed water? And uh, he became one of my greatest champions. And uh, I was thankful for well, our friendship and thankful for what I, he's done for it. I think if, if you remember, Chris, um, we had gone through a, a really severe trout that summer. Uh, well, yeah. And, um, you know, obviously golf had been, a, been a, um, a huge attraction for South Florida. And obviously, you know, one of the things that people come down to South Florida is play golf. Yeah. And we saw that our golf course was suffering because South Florida Water Management were actually asking us to cut back on the amount of water we put on the golf course. Yeah. We went from this, you know, wonderful green um, playing surface to the fairways, the, uh, the rough, um, some of the collars on the golf course were going brown. Yeah. So that relationship from, from, you know, as manager of the club, obviously I report to a board of governors and, and the membership of the club who said, we can't afford to um, lose, you know, this, these two assets that we have that we spend a tremendous amount of money on each year. I think you came about at the right time. Okay. You came, you, it was just perfect timing. I think the city, you know, working towards its, its um, reuse this uh, um, um, wastewater. And we had the opportunity to take that and, and, um, and and use use it on our golf course, which was, which was you know, from, from the membership's perspective, who was fully supportive of this, I think it, was, it worked out well. So, And how does that system work? Essentially, like, you're getting in dirty water. What's the process? Yeah, so um, you, we send water to you, and people use it for a multiple of uses. One is taking showers, taking baths, cooking, cleaning, washing their cars. So the, 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 the portion of the water that uh, is, goes down the drain comes back to us, and we take and we process that. We make it into a reclaimed water quality. So it's a, a different level of disinfection, a different level of filtration that occurs, and then that, that becomes a irrigation quality, mm-hmm. uh, which then can be used uh, to go in, in the ponds and... and in the golf courses cases, we send them to ponds. And the sustainability of the pond, too, for aesthetic purposes, also helps in, in driving a lot of what John, some of the John's concerns were, too, is how can I keep these lakes from not dropping so mm-hmm. much? So it has a dual purpose. It's, it's really an aesthetics, but it's also for a, uh, a usable uh, system. I want to also add that Part of our sustainability is, you know, there's, there's products that come into our wastewater treatment plant. It's really the liquid and then the solids part. 
that solids part is also taken and recycled because mm-hmm. we send our sludge, our wastewater, I call it sludge, but the, the solids part of it up to a pelletization plant up in um, the landfill uh, for um, up on the solid waste mm-hmm. authority. And they take and they burn it, they put it into a pellet, and then that is actually um, blended in with other phosphate uh, and, and taken to farms for, for, uh, for citrus and mm-hmm. other things. I, th- I think the, rela- the relationship at the, at the then time of 2008, mm-hmm. 2007, when Chris was um, proposing that, you know, the golf courses, these large uh, facilities that could take a lot of um, uh, reclaimed water sh- should mm-hmm. take it. So we, you know, I, I think the drought at the t- at the time sort of was a major motivation for our membership to to recognise we we can't go through this again. We started to work out how we were going to get this, and he was proposing um, taking his um, pipe, this large pipe, and you were coming through the back neighbourhoods of uh, Boca, which I don't, I think you were struggling with that, trying to, <laughs> trying, yeah. to trying to get those yeah. easements to, yeah. to to do. And I said, I said to Chris, why don't you just bring it up them? The um, main main road, I don't know what main road, but run it down Yamato. Mm-hmm. Because obviously Broken Sound has got two golf courses, the mm-hmm. old course and yeah. then the main club. So that worked out pretty well. Yeah. I mean, we had to spend lots of money in, 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 our, in our areas to uh, facilitate the, uh, the pipe that you were bringing in and yeah. obviously put in some new pipes. You know, we had the, the tremendous support from, from the, um, the uh, Broken Sounds Club's Master Association mm-hmm. um, and its 1,600 residents who said, you know, we'd be happy to take this um, pipe and, and take the water into the lakes and how do we facilitate then that the um, conveyance of that water onto our golf course and we had to put in new pumps for that and I think we use close to what, 1.6 billion is it? Million, million, million gallons yeah. on a daily basis yeah, he's I mean, using yeah, it's, almost, it's almost 700 million gallons on a yearly basis that we use a reclaimed water wow yeah. And obviously it was a huge project and, you know, it costs money, but the benefits obviously with um, reducing drinking water being used and everything, what, what are those numbers look like? So right now we're, um, we're reusing on an average about 11 million gallons a day. So 380 million gallons a day of reclaimed water is being used. Mm-hmm. So that is basically saving you know, the Everglades saving... Um, coral reefs. Huh? The coral reefs coral from reefs sending the water And out all there. the water mm-hmm. that... Yeah, exactly. Right. Thousand, I'd yeah. like to think that we were not affecting the coral reefs. Right. I, I think... And, and one of the <laughs> things that we were sending that water out there, I mean... It why was... Yeah, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely wasteful. It's definitely, uh, you know, as a, uh, as a program, it definitely makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I think John became one of my champions. And as we moved to uh, Woodfield uh, Country Club, and as we moved into Boca uh, West, West mm-hmm. um, he became kind of the spokesperson for me to to bring. Hey, this is good. I'm embracing this. I want this, and I think you guys have the same vision and should have the mm-hmm. same vision. Broken Sound is a leader in the environmental sustainability. Mm-hmm. We've we've. Uh, We've, known, we've won a number of awards for our sustainable footprint and what we've tried to do. And, you know, when you, when you take that and you, you say to other clubs, you know, could you buy into this? Would you be part of this? And because we have, if you take a look at our open space and we take a look at the thousands of trees that we maintain and the green, and you're taking in all of this carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and you're putting out oxygen through um, 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 what trees do and what, what, what the plant life does here, and you beautify this, 
it's a benefit. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a benefit not just to my community, but it's a benefit to the larger community yeah. at large. And yeah. so we we saw th- we saw that this was um, this was something that was going to be important to to our members who certainly bought into it. And um, I think to the to, to Boca Raton's credit, and certainly to your credit, Chris, you've, you've now gotten the, you've gotten these yeah. awards to recognise you know what you've been able to do and achieve. And, you know, it's well done to you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I'd like to think that John drank the lemonade, but I think it was really the <laughs> wastewater or the right. water That's that right. he drank. So right. I appreciate that. Uh, we serve eight golf courses. So we serve the uh, Royal Palm Yacht and Country Club, the Hotel uh, Woodfield or uh, Broken Sound Old Course, um, club the, course, the course. Club Course, Woodfield, and then four uh, at Boca West are all being served with reclaimed water. Along with, uh, we have around 1,600 businesses Mm -hmm. and residents that are also using it. Um, I would like to say, in 2008, when we decided to go along this western corridor or going west, that we pretty much eliminated the the, uh, uses by residential, meaning we were not going to, to expand our system into the residential because it becomes very expensive to run these Correct. pipes as right. john said yeah. so for and the individual user isn't as sustainable as john john mm-hmm. is consistently using a million gallons a day for right. those two golf courses we're a resident you know it's raining and he shuts it off john uh john and in, in most golf courses are are very uh, you know very reliable mm-hmm. uses and and we have those uh, those lakes that become kind of a buffer for us too. Right. So it's a very and I think it's a great strategy. with the water that's going into the lakes, it actually helps you the plant life in the lake. It mm-hmm. actually helps the um, the fish in the lake because they uh, the plant life actually sustains and more organics. fish. And then you, you, you've got this um, cycle that's going on that 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 um, helps the entire yeah. the ecosystem. So yeah. and additionally, um, John brought some what looks to be delicious honey that we have here. And I had no idea, but you guys have sustainable beehives as well. We, um, we were probably one of the first clubs to put a put number of beehives. We snuck one in one, one year. <laughs> we said, let's see what this does, whether the membership would recognize that we had a beehive there. Nobody really recognized the beehive. Mm-hmm. We got it registered like you're supposed to do. We did all the right things. And the next thing we produced, I think maybe about 500 pounds of, of organic honey. We gave it to the members because obviously they paid through their dues to mm-hmm. sustain the, the beehives. And we gave away um, the honey for our members and they jarred it up. And they said, this, wow, this, is, this is super. This is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we, so we put on another 17 beehives that we have with our own beekeeper who takes care of the beehives. Oh. And uh, we got, I, I, I believe, I mean, I'm, I may be wrong on this, but I think there's something like 24 million bees that we have on the two golf wow. courses that are around, <laughs> the, around, around the place. Nobody's gotten bit? I was say, no, do they actually, say no, contained? Nobody, nobody's gotten bit. We have a, we, but nobody, we are stung, as they would say. In <laughs> um, we've got a little fence around the beehives. The bees do their business and come back in, and we, we, we um, harvest the honey twice a year. Yeah. And um, we get cases of it delivered to the club, and we give it away to our members for free. Yeah. And it's not just that. We, I mean, we've got a sustainable footprint of, of um, we've got an in-vessel digester at the club where we take all our waste food and, mm-hmm. and organic material from the golf course and compost that down over a seven-day period. Mm-hmm. And we use that as um, mulching our flower beds. We um, built a building, or, or re- renovated a building at our spa fitness center, and it's LEED certified. Um, so we d- we try not just do the talk. We we walk mm-hmm. the walk, and mm-hmm. and we haven't gotten it one hundred percent correct, and, and not to be expected. But we we work hard, and we've been recognised both um, on an international basis and local, state basis. So we've done a lot of good things that 
Chris and the city of Boca have have helped us fill that portfolio mm -hmm. of of, um, in, of of environmental initiatives that have led to these awards that have, that have mm -hmm. put us on the map. Mm -hmm. And Chris, the city's always um, <coughs> been very dedicated to sustainability, and now with the Office of Sustainability, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like sustainability. a tongue twister all the time. Um, but now with our Office of Sustainability, you know, even more so. So why is sustainability so important to you and your department? Most of the departments are dedicated to it anyway. That mm -hmm. I think it's part of how we're going to do business in 5, 10, 15 years. Uh, you know, artificial intelligence is going to be part of how we drive data-driven, how we, you know, on-time water and, you know, open up the tap. It's always there. It's clean. It's how we predictive uh, do predictive modeling. So the sustainability part of it, I think, has is, is just been kind of ingrained in us. And, uh, you know, water and wastewater utilities have always been kind of dedicated to that sustainability kind of model, uh, you know, business model. Do either of you have any more innovative or sustainable type initiatives or projects coming down the the pipeline uh, I, and right now uh, I, I don't we're just maintaining what, what we've what we're doing and and um, and continue to do what we're doing enhancing that we're doing a bunch of projects uh, but there's a couple that I think are, are kind of important um, we uh, right now when somebody uses a, a gallon of water they're billed two months later so you really don't see what your usage is on an immediate basis. Mm -hmm. So we've got a, um, a project where we're going to be putting in uh, s basically smart meters. These are meters that are going to be able to, you'll be able to see on your, on your, uh, your iPhone or on your phone on whether you have a leak or not or what your usage is on a daily basis. So immediately you can determine, my gosh, I've got a problem mm -hmm. and I'm going to deal with it as opposed to waiting two months. Oh, my gosh, my usage is high. Now what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. So I think that's another one of these sustainabilities that we're not going to be wasting water, that the, the individual homeowner isn't going to be worried that there's a, an irrigation leak. Mm -hmm. Well, before I let you both go, since golf has obviously been in a uh, especially hot topic in Boca Raton recently, um, and with the common denominator of being golf in this discussion today, um, we received a press release with some exciting news about yes, the have. Boca Raton championship um since i know close to nothing about golf and i'm sure my dad's not gonna be very pleased that i just said that publicly but um would you be able to tell us a little bit about that exciting news yes, john uh, um, th the press release came out that um uh, we've we've held a tournament at the old course broken sound for the last 13 years and um, that tournament um was cancelled this year we're, but we thought that we were going to negotiate a new um, tournament with the uh, with the PGA, and we have. And um, the the the, uh, the announcement today is that um, the Boca Raton Championship has been elevated to Charles Schwab Cup qualifying. It's going to happen at the old course, um, the end of October, um, the beginning of November of next year. And um, it's a very exciting event. I think this is this is going to again elevate golf in in Boca Raton. Mm -hmm. You know, got we some we got. 54 the world-class um, golfers coming to, to Boca. I think um, it's going to generate a tremendous amount of excitement again. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the tournament prior to this was a seniors tour event. It was a very successful event for, for Boca and, and for the club. Um, this, is a, this is another elevation on that. And, and we're thrilled to, thrilled to be partnering with PGA and the city of Boca Raton and, and, and drive, drive golf again in, in Boca where, where 
you know, quite fr- quite frank, this is this is an exciting place and an exciting um, um, uh, city to belong to 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 play golf. For an avid golfer, is this exciting news? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I am looking forward to playing with one of those <laughs> fifty-four. Colin Montgomery, <laughs> maybe maybe we can have a column. <laughs> he did win it last year. Um, well, thank you both so much. I really appreciate you being on the podcast today, and thank you for all that you do within our community. Yeah, it's been super. Thank you, thank John. you very much. Thank, thank you, hey, John, Chris. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. For congratulations for to yeah. you guys. For more information on the city's sustainability programs and initiatives, go ahead and visit the city's website at www.myboca.us. Additionally, we've got golf all year long right here in Boca Raton with two beautiful public courses. So like me, if you're interested in picking up a club and learning the game, you have some really great facilities to utilize right in your backyard. And you definitely don't want to miss the Charles Schwab Cup playoffs at the Boca Raton Championship next October 30th, 2020. The PGA Tour Champions event will be played once again on the old course at Broken Sound. You can find all of that information and more on our city's website and by following us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, Nextdoor, just to name a few. Thanks so much again for tuning in to Boca Behind the Scenes. See you next time.